0: you loving father for making us to see today grateful to you lord for your goodness and your mercy your love and kindness which you've displayed in providing everything we need in giving us water to drink air to breathe food to eat we thank you for the heavenly agencies that have been sent on our behalf to minister to us your holy angels the holy spirit the intercessory ministry of our lord and savior jesus christ On our behalf, every moment, Lord, we are grateful for these things. Lord, I ask now that as we go through your word, you will grant to us understanding of everything we will be reading. Lift us higher and higher to be like our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Help us, Lord, to copy the pattern and reflect his image in our lives. Do this and take the glory. In Jesus' name I've prayed. Amen. our high calling november 16 rejoice rejoice in the lord always and again i say rejoice be careful for nothing but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving let your requests be made known unto god Philippians chapter 4 verse 4 to 6 It may seem difficult to rejoice in the Lord when in trouble, but we lose a great deal by giving way to a spirit of complaint. It is our privilege to have in our hearts at all times the peace of Christ. We should not allow ourselves to be easily disturbed. It is to test us that God brings us through trials and difficulties. And if we are patient and trustful under His proving, He will purify us from all dross, and at last bring us forth with triumph and rejoicing. Great blessings are reserved for those who uncomplainingly submit to the yoke that God wishes them to bear. Let the light of truth shine forth in your life. Do you say, how shall I let it shine? If before you accepted the truth, you were impatient and fretful, let your life now show to those around you that the truth has had a sanctifying influence upon your heart and character, that instead of being fretful and impatient, you are now cheerful and uncomplaining. Thus, you reveal Christ to the world. In everything give thanks, 1 Thessalonians 5 verse 18, for the keeping power of God through Jesus Christ. At the moment when you are offering your prayer for help, you may feel all the joy and blessing that you would like to feel, but if you believe that Christ will hear and answer your petition, the peace of Christ will come. If you take hold of the strength of the mighty helper and not reason with your adversary and never complain of God, his promises will be verified. The experience that you gain today in trusting him will help you in meeting the difficulties of tomorrow. Each day you are to come, trusting as a little child, drawing nearer to Jesus and heaven. In meeting with unwavering trust in God, the daily trials and difficulties, you will again and again test the promises of heaven, and each time you will learn a lesson of faith. Thus, you will gain strength to resist temptation, and when the harder trials come, you will be able to endure. Amen. The title of the devotion is Rejoice. And I will say, Ebenezer. 1 Samuel chapter 7 verse 12. Then Samuel took a stone and set it between Mizpah and Shen and called the name of it Ebenezer, saying, "Hitherto hath the Lord helped us." Amen. The last statement in this devotion says in meeting with unwavering trust in God, the daily trials and difficulties, you will again and again test the promises of heaven and each time you will learn a lesson of faith. Thus, you will gain strength to resist temptation. And when the harder trials come, you will be able to endure. And I say you will be able to see hitherto had the Lord helped us. Rejoice, it says, Why and how can we rejoice all the time? That's why, because that's the instruction, Philippians 4, verse 4. Rejoice in the Lord always, and again I say, rejoice. It is a training to rejoice. One cannot rejoice in the Lord always, unless he has great faith, unless he has seen how the Lord has led him in the past. And being able to hold exercise faith on the promises of God so that when the next trial comes, he knows how God has led him in the past. Therefore, when you see the next trial, you know the promise of God to hold on to, and in that situation, you can rejoice. I know that it is not an easy thing for anyone to rejoice in every difficulty. How can one rejoice at the loss of a loved one? How can one rejoice? in sickness? How can one rejoice in poverty? How can one rejoice in betrayal and treachery? It only takes great faith for one to do this. It takes great faith for one to do that indeed because the only way you can do it is to understand God and know that he has a purpose in every situation and trial that he permits to come your way. And just not just know, but understand that his purpose is good. Understand that all things work together for your good. Understand that he has a, a thoughts towards us and his thoughts are good and not evil. Now, somewhere here in the first paragraph we read, we should not allow ourselves to be easily disturbed. It is to test us that God brings us through trials and difficulties. And if we are patient and trustful under his proving, he will purify us from all dross, and at last bring us forth with triumph and rejoicing. Great blessings are reserved for those who uncomplainingly submit to the yoke that God wishes them to bear. It's only the eye of faith that can pierce through difficulties. Imagine a friend betraying you and there's a rift between you and your friend. How can one see through that experience and understand that God is trying him. Yes, you can because that's what we are studying now. So, the next time I go through a trial, maybe like everything I have listed before, any of those kind of things, and I know that those things are really tough. They are really, really tough. I am supposed to be understanding that God has brought me through this trial and difficulty, and I ought to be patient, trust Him, and prove His promises. That is, I need to know the Word of God, I need to know His promises. For example, I need to know that he has said, I have thoughts towards you, thoughts of peace and not of evil, to bring me to an expected end. Then I hold on to that promise and say, since this is what the Lord says, I believe it and I will relax. Yesterday we read how Ellen White had malaria and her arm was in pain for 11 months, but in the first week she had decided not to worry herself about it anymore. So the same thing we can decide after wondering sometimes how was this thing about then you relax and say i know god is testing and proving me and my duty is to be faithful to him through this trial and then we can rejoice in it if we pass through the trial uncomplainingly patiently then he would have purified us of our dross. and what is the dross there the lack of trust which is what brings the complaint the, the unbelief, which is what brings the murmuring, which is a sin. Unbelief is a sin. And unless we pass through this kind of trials, we cannot be purified of the dross of unbelief. So, we have trials to meet in our lives. Some will come the same way they came before, but not exactly. But we may have failed this, trial, this um, test that God brought to us before and he will need to bring them again when they do come the second time i hope i will be prepared to trust god and not complain but be patient not fretful at all but submitting myself to the yoke that he has chosen to put upon me the other thing i would want to take note of here that i learned is the clear sign of what it means to be a changed person or what it means to let your light shine It's just about a change of character, like it says, If before you accepted the truth, you were impatient and fretful. If before you accepted the truth, you were one who loved to complain, you were one who did not manifest trust in God, or you had unbelief, or you were a gossip, whatever bad character, pride and anger, hatred, malice, you like to keep malice with people, you have an unforgiving heart, or you get angry easily. You are jealous, you are envious. How do i let my light shine now that i've accepted the truth i am supposed to reveal to the world that all these things all these characters are no longer in me that way i am letting my light shine let your light shine i will let my light shine too and that is by allowing the holy spirit to dwell in me the only way this thing happens not by force you have to have the word of god dwelling in you telling you in different situations that this is how you ought to behave in this situation and that's where your light is shining. During during trials, during trials, you rejoice. That is the way your light is shining. During trials, you can even encourage others who are in trials, just like yourself, to a lesser or worse degree. That way you are letting your light shine. Whoever it is that is listening that maybe has a tough situation they're passing through, going through a trial. God wants you to rejoice. He wants you to trust his word that whether you brought it upon yourself or whether it came upon you regardless of any good thing you have done, God still loves you and he wants you to trust in him. He wants you to, in this time, manifest patience, no unbelief, but submit yourself and trust him, rest in him. Let him purify you of all your dross and bring you forth as gold. May that be our experience in Jesus' name. Amen.
1: In everything give thanks. 1 Thessalonians 5 verse 18. In everything give thanks. For this is the will of, the will of God concerning you. So, just like we normally say, let the will of God be done. Let the will of God be done. And we say that will be done on earth as it is in heaven. That will is also is defined in in this 1st Thessalonians 5 verse 18 as giving of thanks. Now, in other parts of scripture, we see that the giving of thanks is defined in different methods. By psalms, by spiritual songs, admonishing ourselves make a melody in our hearts. Now, uh, Just like it's difficult to rejoice when when things we look at as bad and um, choosing the words carefully, things we look at as bad and things that are... Um, things we generally accept as uh, bad omens, like death and the others as has been mentioned before. Uh, just like it's difficult to rejoice then because it is not so... You know, it's not in line with the way we are wired naturally just just so just so it is difficult to give thanks to god when you are going through situations uh, it is not bad to tell god what you are going through like uh, the reading would say that at the moment when you are offering your prayer for help so it is not bad for you to offer prayer for help god have said come unto me all you that labor and heavy laden so you may not you may not feel all the joy and blessing that you would like to feel but if you believe that christ will hear and answer your petition the peace of christ will come so the giving of thanks is not necessarily you're not necessarily to wait until god answers a prayer before you give him thanks give him thanks for the keeping of the power of god through jesus christ if, you, if God did not keep you alive in the first place, you wouldn't even have noticed any evil coming around you. You would have been laid dead in the grave. And the Bible has said in Ecclesiastes 9 that when we die, we don't have any knowledge of anything happening around us. So if somebody were hitting you or somebody was slapping you or insulting you, you wouldn't hear that person because you were dead. Now for you to be alive shows that God is exercising His power to keep you alive. And you have to thank him for that. For you to have other things that are around you, human beings around you, it is God who has done that. So your eyes shouldn't be blind to that good one he's doing and only focus on the other evil things that are happening to you. Even Jesus that did not have this world very easy, he was the most most thankful individual, always thanking his father. Like at the grave of Lazarus, you can see his prayer there. Father, I thank you that you always hear me, giving of thanks. Then Job, another example. You know, all the righteous examples in the Bible are just many, many facets of Jesus Christ. That is many, um, many, many examples of the Christ-like life. The example of Job tells us also how we can give thanks. And one day, everything he had, material things, left him. All his achievements disappeared, his uh, the, uh, the, his children all died in one day. All his employees died except, except, uh, one, uh, one, one, one out of the different, different companies that he had. All his companies folded up. His containers. Enemies took them. Everything was destroyed. He was left with only his house and uh, the things that he had and his wife. But when it came, when the news of everything came to him, you can see what he said. The Lord giveth and the Lord taketh. Blessed be the name of the Lord that is giving of thanks. And the Bible recorded in this, Job did not sin or charge God unadvisedly with his lips. So, what are you going? What are you going through today? How are you speaking? How are you complain? Do you complain? Do you? How do you look at the whole thing? Have you given God thanks? In everything. Everything includes everything. Give thanks to to God. For this is the will of God concerning you. Then when you give thanks to God. For his love for you. And ensuring that you are still alive. And ensuring that he has given you Jesus Christ. As your savior. Then. You can tell him what is going on in your life. Tell it to him. Alone. And when you tell him arise from the prayer believing that he will take care of you even if you're not seeing anything happening before you believe that He will take care of you and peace will come into your heart and that peace will make you to have a song in your heart to keep singing because you know god has heard your prayer you know the doubt or one of one thing that make us to feel um as to feel as if uh, there is no peace in our lives because we don't believe that God has heard our prayer. Because we think, we, we, we expect immediate answers. So, when we don't see the immediate answers, God has not heard. And then we will keep praying and keep um, complaining and keep uh, troubling ourselves over. So, this is not what the will of the Lord is concerning us. That is outside of His will. Give thanks to Him believing you have heard. Maybe I might just say a little how people complain maybe they may not be saying god why have you not been helping me out that might not be the way they are complaining some people complain that way others complain by always worrying when you are worrying you are actually murmuring because you are not believing that god will take care of that you are you are worrying yourself out of the hands of christ look at the children of israel in their tents they were talking about how the difficulties have been passing through the way going over the difficulties in their tents and God heard it and said they were murmuring against him so that's another way of complaining when you are worrying and worrying thinking how will I do how will I do hey this are too much wow what will I do I don't know what to do yeah I, mean, will I can meet this person oh no that is complaining and murmuring but let us not be so let us not do so for everyone that did so in the wilderness they perished and they did not see the rest of God. You, God has prepared a rest for you, and that rest is in Christ. Come unto me, and I will give you rest, Jesus says. Go to Jesus and find rest, and give him thanks for the rest, even if you don't feel it. Give, it, give him thanks for it, and you will see that the angels of God will be by your side, holding your hands, and uh, giving you cheer and gladness. May, your, may God's name be exalted as we participate in his will today. And give Him thanks regardless of our situations. In Jesus' name. Amen. Rejoice once more.
2: And we are given the background or the context in which to rejoice and that's in our troubles in our difficulties The one of the paragraphs here talks about letting the light shine forth in your life so when is light expected to shine it is tr- during the period of darkness that light needs to shine. It tells of how this light can shine. It says, if you, before you accepted the truth, were an impatient and fretful person, let your light shine now would be that those around you would see that the truth which you now believe have is, has had a sanctifying influence in your heart and your character. That instead of being fretful and impatient, you are now cheerful and uncomplaining thus you receive you reveal christ to the world so how is the light shining and instead of becoming what impatient and fretful now you're uncomplaining and cheerful so how did they know or how did people see that you're now cheerful and uncomplaining how there must have been a situation that would have been Bad or negative that everyone who sees that situation or who saw you in during that period would have expected you to be what complaining and fretful, and all of a sudden you're no longer complaining or fretful. So the people will begin to wonder what has happened, what has changed. If there were no situations or Difficulties, if there were no trials, if there was no scenario that proved that your heart had been changed, no one will know. So we are told that Christ lent obedience by the things he suffered. Hebrews 5, verse 8. It was during the difficulties of Christ's life that his the character of God was revealed when he was when he was abused, when he was disrespected, when they called him also of names, when they wanted to put on him the crowns, the crown, making the king of the Jews. All these periods were the times when the light of God's character, the glory of God was being revealed in his life. So, we too today may be praying lord i want to be like you i want to be jesus like jesus in my heart and you pray you sing about it let me see what the bible says romans 5 verse 5 sorry romans 5 verse 3 says and not only so but we glory in tribulations also knowing that tribulation worketh patience what did Paul says here, we glory in tribulations. Why? Because we know that tribulations work patience. So we glory in tribulation means we rejoice in tribulation. But why? Because that tribulation brings about the character of patience. Who has the character of patience? Christ. And so when I'm praying, I want to be like Christ. I'm praying, I want to be like Him in character. And he permits difficulties and trials to come to help me. I have a reading here. It says that through conflict, the spiritual life is strengthened. Trials well born would develop steadfastness of character and precious spiritual graces. The perfect fruit of faith, meekness, and love often matures best amidst storm clouds and darkness watch that again the perfect fruit of faith meekness and love often matures best in storms clouds and darkness so it is in these times that we exercise our faith the most in philippians one twenty nine, it said for unto you it is given in behalf of christ not only to believe on him, but also to suffer for his sake. So in this period, God wants us to, where where is the rejoicing? The rejoicing is that now God is transforming my character to be like his. The focus, what can make all this process uh, meaningful for us is when we are focusing on what God is focusing on. God said, let us make man in our own image. God is interested in His character being in us when we cooperate with Him in this business of character transformation and He permits the difficulties that come on our way to prove us. Then we can be rejoicing in the process. Though it is hard and tough, but we understand what is going on, that God is proving us god is implanting his character remember in in romans where we read that christ learned obedience by the things he suffered it made him to be more dependent on his father so he was not looking for people to appreciate him he was not looking for people to hail him he said i do not seek honor that comes from men that's in john 5 but i seek honor that comes from my father because he wasn't looking at people again primarily he was looking at what God said and that made him to be dependent on God. It made him to be strong. He made him to be firm. And God wants you to be so. Our rejoicing comes in the fact that God is now making us heirs of Christ. That God is purifying our character. I, I mean, the joy comes more when you understand that when you're not comfortable with your bad habits and your bad characters. The joy comes now that God is now training you proning you drilling you i'm trying to bring out the best in you if you're comfortable with your bad habits you may not like this process but if you are not comfortable you're not happy with your habits your attitudes that are irritating your sins that are disgusting if you're not happy and god says okay my son since you don't like this i'm going to work on you we are going to come out with this through this process like gold you'll be happy when you're admitted in school those who do medicine as a course or architectural uh, architecture or these heavy or difficult courses, those who do these courses when they are admitted in school during the matriculation, everybody is rejoicing now it 's not as enjoyable as the reading or the study process. The process of study for a medical student can be very tedious for an architect can be very tedious for a law student or whatever course that we understand and primarily to whatever discipline we, we, business or discipline we enter into life initially it may be uh, we may be happy to enter the school because we know what we are going to gain at the end of the day we are not going to be looking at the painful process that's why we are told Look unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of your faith. He has begun a good work in you, will complete it. The good work He has begun, which we should rejoice in, which I should rejoice in, is that He has taken up my case to purify me, to remove from me dross, to remove from me all those complaining and irritating attitudes which I have, so that I can be stable, that I may not be tossed to and fro by every wind, doctrine or false doctrine or by any irritation it is something to be rejoicing in because somebody has taken up your case to bring out the best in you you find out that people don't have time for people these days who has time to be drilling you most times when people engage in schools or enroll in training classes and they find out that you cannot you're not performing they just throw you out but we don't have the same with our father God is interested in you interested in me he will take his time to bring out the best in us. He said, as many as I love, I chastise. chastise." Those who do not receive this rebuke or training processes, in Hebrews 12, they are called bastards. He said, the father always chastises the one he loves. And so, if we do not have these experiences, we are bastards. That's what Hebrews says. But rejoice, that God has taken up your case my case and he wants to bring out his character so I pray that the Holy Spirit will help us to bear patiently that toil that grief that pain so that the character of God will be revealed in us and when he comes he say, these are the ones whom I have given my my life for may this be our experience we pray in Jesus name Amen.
0: let us pray Loving Father in heaven, we thank you for the lesson you've taught us now. It's a tough one indeed. Lord, I want to commit everyone who may listen to this that is passing through troublous time right now, even committing ourselves to you. Lord, show us things in your word that will help us so that we can learn to rejoice in our trials, so that we can learn to be patient, so that we can learn to be trusting, so that we can learn not to murmur. Lord, if I put myself in the shoes of so many people today, I understand why people complain. But Lord, I pray that you will open the eyes of our faith so that we can see through the gloom, so that we can trust your word enough to rejoice in the Lord always, to be thankful in all things, to be anxious for nothing. Lord, it is possible, and we know that one who has great faith can do that. Peter and John rejoiced when they were flogged they rejoiced because they counted it worthy and we know we can do it too so lord please help us that we can come to that level of christian character where we can rejoice in the lord always be with us throughout today's activities bless us lord in all that we do as we go out and come in lord bless everyone and give us success and help us to represent you and let our light shine in all that we do thank you lord for us our prayers in jesus name i've prayed amen